the desire is is already you know is inherently connected to the fulfillment of it. It it wouldn't otherwise be there. So you know if if there's a desire for something, I would I would trust that that there is that there is a path for that. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 68 of Life in Motion. I've got Tanu on the line with me from Austria, which makes him our first international guest. After not finding the fulfillment he was looking for at home, he left Europe for the temples in Asia where he found peace and hasn't looked back since. I'm excited to hear his story and how we can all apply this mindfulness in our day-to-day lives. But uh, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah. Hello, Jeremy. Yeah. So excited to have you. I know, you know, we were kind of chatting before uh, some of the adventures you had today. So it sounds like uh, you got some awesome stories to share. But um, before we kind of get into those, let's let's um, let's take a step back, I guess, and, and talk about, you know, you know, who you are, where you're from, kind of where did it all start? Where did where did uh, you know, how, how did you find this lifestyle? Uh huh. Oh, wow. That's a, I mean, that's a big one. Uh, the two minute version or the five minute version, uh, what are you aiming for? Uh, just kind of, kind of what, what was the background story kind of growing up and, uh-huh. you know, getting in different activities and, and whatnot. Um, and then, yeah. you know, uh, uh, like I said, eventually, you know, w- what eventually led to, um, you, you know, you leaving mm. Europe to find a, a different kind of uh, reality almost. Mm, mm. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think, you know, growing up and being in school in Austria, I just I just felt that the whole environment, you know, it, it did offer me some, you know, perspective on life, but that I couldn't fully identify with. You know, I always had a feeling that there is there's more to life, that there's more to my uh, capacities or that there is really, you know, more to life than just, you know, I, you know, I uh, did an apprenticeship when I was 15. That was the best I could get into, you know, being kicked out from two different schools and so you know learned the profession as a uh you know mechanical engineer uh welding and milling and drilling and that and i just that was good that i you know have that under my belt to say and uh you know be able to to use that but i just felt like there's so much so much more and so i had to i just you know so to say went full send and uh I, I, with 19 i said you know let's go a year to to, to asia you know my first place was thailand and i just you know had an inner feeling of knowing that if i go there everything is gonna unfold from there you know and and and, and just went for it and literally on the first boat on the first ferry i met someone that was from i don't even know where he was from again but he he he, he was just coming back from from burma and he you know was into meditation i was already you know listening to different podcasts and teachers you know like Tolle and whatnot and uh and he was like yeah it's the it's the meditation country it's like the national sport you know like everybody does it and they everybody goes on retreats i was like okay i think i gotta go to go to that country and so i just you know two months later i went there and you know found a retreat uh place at some point after some serious adventuring and uh and and everything unfolded literally from 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 one place to the next sort of that's awesome so i i think it's interesting too you know um, you know, I don't know much about the Austrian culture, but you know how you're saying there's kind of that disconnect and, and you felt like there was a, almost a greater purpose sort of that you're, that you're missing there. Um, mm. so how did, where did the idea, you, you know, obviously you kind of had that, that internal feeling of, okay, I, I need to switch things up a little bit, but where, where did the idea, like, what was it about the Asian culture 
and going to Thailand mm-hmm. rather than, I don't know, going somewhere else in Europe um, that, you know, might be a different culture than at Austria. What, what was it that, about it that kind of drew you to that? Was it a class? Was it some, you know, some books or something that you read or, or what was that kind of like? I don't know. It's like, you know, sometimes in life, I guess you get those little, those little hints, you know, those little guideposts, you know, something, you know, that you, you know, maybe it's a certain band for me, it was just, you know, Thailand, you know, that I heard stories from it from, from various people. And I, from 18 until 19, I had, uh, for a year long, I had a Thai, uh, Thai girlfriend, actually. Okay. Um, and so I picked up some words there, you know, uh, being with her. And I just, you know, there was just something about, I guess, Buddhism or something that was, you know, coming close to my heart, even though I didn't have much, you know, formal practice in, in Austria, anything like that. Just, I just had a feeling and, you know, knew I was into the, you know, uh, psychedelic dance uh, and trance and those festival scenes. So I just had a feeling that everything is going to be, is going to be there for me because I knew, you know, there's the, the island of Kopangan, you know, where lots is happening in terms of those festivals and, you know, workshops as well. I just, you know, had a sense and, um, yeah from just again from an early age on just felt you know walking through our forest that i had a sense that there was more and i had a feeling that if i was going to go there that you know that i was going to meet something and it was really literally you know just you know just by walking into it it, it, it just it just came up you know yeah yeah no that 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 makes sense um so so you so you said you know you, at 19 you get there um, to go there for a year, you, you, you sort of, I'm sure had an idea of sort of what to expect, but probably not fully at that point. So what would, I guess oh, when sure. you, when you first got there, you know, the first couple months or so, you know, what was that kind of biggest, um, you know, the biggest shocks, you know, was it, was, was things meeting your expectations? Were they surpassing your expectations? Kind of what, what were you kind of learning, uh, the most mm-hmm. during those first, you know, the, the first month or so being there? <laughs> um yeah i mean you know when you land there you know you you, i mean you will you will learn about your naivete very quickly i guess (laughs) if you still have some you know if you don't have strong boundaries you know like people will try to you know take advantage of you you know i think you know i love thai people but you know some of them are just really good actors you know (laughs) 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 you, you think like in a movie sometimes of how they you know play games to to get things and um, so I was, I, I think, you know, the, 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 the playing games, I mean, it was funny on one hand and it's, it's just a huge, you know, sort of street smart learning course entering the moment you get in, you know, a taxi driver is like, you know, picking up and trying to, you know, drive you anywhere, you know, where he, you know, gets some benefit from. So it's just, a, I think, yeah, it's just a, a learning school, but I, I made pretty quickly, you know, friends from different places uh, and that I traveled with and there was some real beauty that unfolded from there, you know, reaching really, you know, uh, desert island somewhere far off. We were the only ones there for the whole month at the end of yeah. the rainy season, had a beach for ourselves and the, and the bungalow resort that we were just, you know, that was left that, you know, started then, you know, a month later and we were just like alone in this bungalow resort, used the, the, the balconies and the hammocks. And, you know, one month later, the, the, the owners came and they were really friendly. They brought us some fish and they were like, we're happy that you're here. And, you know, we were just, you know, sleeping there by the beach and waking up and jumping in the corals. And, you know, it was, there was, a lot of goodness and a lot of, I guess, a lot of, yeah, a lot of learning about the culture as well. Yeah, that that's awesome. And then so, and yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that would definitely be a, a culture shock initially. And uh, I didn't really think about kind of the the, the storytelling to kind of swindle people. I guess if some people you know are are doing that, so figuring out how to navigate that in the the correct way. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so when it when it comes to like the, you know, you you mentioned you you had met somebody and then kind of, uh, I don't know if got more serious was the right term, but um, kind of learned more about the whole kind of meditation, kind of the um, that aspect of it. And you mentioned going yeah. on some retreats and some 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 things like that. So. Did you do that? Did you do that within your first year of being there? Um, And then also kind of what was that like when you first, you know, because I'm sure that's a whole nother kind of different shock as far as the lifestyle goes. You know, it's one thing, like I said before, reading about it and seeing about it and everything like that, but actually experiencing it. What what was Mm -hmm. that like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate the question. So, um, you know, like, I think when I was like 16, 17, 18, it started with, you know, seeing some books and having some interest. Um, and then I saw this, you know, Swami Vishnu Devananda, like he, you know, some yoga poses of his, and I just started to imitate them. You know, it was something that drew me about that practice. Uh, I think, you know, physical embodiment and physical practices often really help with, you know, states of, you know, re, you know, resourcefulness and meditation. So there's something instantly that, that drew me about, about those practices. So I was just doing them, but didn't have like you know what you would call in full like you know in buddhism it's called like stream entry where you really have a sort of a deeper realization you know where you really have some you know deeper sense of of, of what life purpose that can be and so that really happened for me in my definitely my first retreat so i've you know by chance um in burma literally you know walking around i, I was then on at some point after after the adventures i was you know meeting people and randomly in the road and I was like yeah I'm looking for you know like a, a Buddhist temple to to go to and they were like yeah you can you know anyone any any place and you know I just you know had one name the I forgot the name now but anyway and I just went there and I was like yeah, I want to be here for 11 days and they were like yeah here's your room uh you know those sort of other rules every second day you're gonna meet uh you know the the teacher for a short interview you know to to see how you're doing they're gonna you know present the the practices to you know it's just really basic mindfulness just you know um just basically watching what's going on all day long that was that was the thing you there was you know instructions on on, on walking mindfulness as well so you the only thing you do that is you know you drop your stuff and uh you know have your sarong on uh you could wear anything else but the sarong was definitely most appropriate uh, the sort of the what you, what you would you even call it the, the cloth that you wrap around your your waist and yeah. everybody wears that and, and and walks around and basically just is is instructed to watch what they're doing and and in those moments having you know listened to Eckhart Tolle and, and and different various teachers it just dawned on me that there that there is this potential in life to develop some inner sense of mindfulness some some, some awareness that that's something that's not ever going to go away from me um that I can you know if, if I'm brushing teeth if I'm walking if I'm sitting there's some part of me that can develop that's just aware of things and 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 with that process just come deeper states of uh of peace and of uh, acknowledgement and of of embrace and of you know you may call it self-love or love and compassion so i think those those silent times just being being there in this sort of silent retreat uh away from the distractions it, it just it just dawned on me that there's some something that that i can take with me for for the rest of my life and that's going to help me with my with my peace and and um yeah that was that was the first retreat and i would say that was that was something that yeah, that landed with me forever for sure yeah yeah no that 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 all makes sense and so after after the first retreat and kind of getting that that you know real first experience there and obviously knowing that it was something that you wanted to continue kind of to pursue what what were the kind of the next steps i guess of that of that journey 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you know the next thing is is uh, the 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 life the life challenge. I guess in the beginning it's like you know you you get this new, um, or at least I got this 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 new idea or this you know uh, you know that there's something more and deeper to life that I want to develop into. And often you know there's this this eagerness that comes in the beginning that you know the sort of spiritual ambition to really like you know go go full and deep and you know there can be something really healthy to that you know but sometimes there can be some some oversense and sometimes it's just hard to you know wrap your head around uh you know some some asian principles or some deeper spiritual life principles and then you know being met with the the real world and and those values and how to how to weave that in i think those were definitely the first challenges and um and over time learning to also i mean nowadays it's so much easier and we have so many modern Western teachers, you know, that bring much less baggage, cultural baggage that you would get in Asia sometimes, you know, um, some of that is, I, I guess, extra baggage of, you know, so, you know, skimming through some things that might not be applicable for our culture nowadays. So, um, yeah, I guess those were uh, in maybe in some ways abstractly the challenges of, of, of how to, of how to bring that into life, how I can live a, a mindful life, how, how to, how to do that in 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 the real world and, and you know how to weave in the purpose i think is for a lot of people the the theme you know how to combine that with the work and the life they're already doing yeah yeah so so you were there um you know for that year did that retreat and how much longer did you stay um in in asia and you know visit various uh temples and whatnot during during that that time that initial time mm-hmm so it was, I mean, I was going back and forward, you know, between those Sichuan's festivals, you know, and just practicing a lot of yoga there uh, and meditation, but still, you know, like going, um, yeah, still living a wild life while also being already deeply touched to my core that there is more. I finally met my, you know, first yoga teacher then, you know, not, not just from the, from the little uh, photos that I saw of Swami Vishnu. I saw, you know, met a, a yoga teacher there drinking beer in, in Burma, in the capital city in Yangon one night. And he was like, yeah, he's a yoga teacher. He teaches for free every morning in this park by the lake uh, in uh, Inia Lake, uh, Yangon at five in the morning, you know, before sunrise into, into sunrise. And I was like, I got to go there, you know. <laughs> I, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> that day that tomorrow he did. Um, but I made many, many days. I was teaching English then there, you know. I, 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 found, a, I found a job there to... To, to teach English randomly and I was teaching English then in a, in a, in a, a private school and, and went to that yoga every morning um, and uh, so the so the practice continued and I always had a draw back to those retreat times so those were always very important phases going either 10 days and then two weeks and then I went three weeks and then I went one month and I found different retreats you know dark room retreats and all kinds of things that just that, that were and you know yoga teacher training so eventually ended up I had a feeling that I've always wanted to pass this on. And so I was always striving for more quality and had a, you know, still have a high standard of, of ethics and of, you know, that I really want to benefit the people that I meet uh, in my work and in general. And so I just, you know, went on and did different courses and different teachers and ended up doing lots of psychotherapy and um, different, a lot of different things. Yeah. So, and so you mentioned that, you know, while you're there that, you know, you kind of still had your, uh, your wild lifestyle per se. Now, now, by that, do you mean like different adventures and kind of exploring that as well? Or I, I guess what, what kind of, uh, what kind adventures, of other things yeah, did you experience? 
I mean, yeah, there was, I mean, there was parties for sure. <laughs> I mean, um, for sure. And I mean, you know, there's something very healthy and recreational about partying. I don't want to put a stigma or any negative association per se to that. But um, in those times, you know, for sure it was, um, I was, you know, it, it, it wasn't easy to really bring because I had such a, like I said, I, I didn't have only the, the highest standard of, of, you know, offering quality uh, with my work, but I was also so fed up that I, I mean, I couldn't do the nine to five really. I was like, I, I either going, I'm either going full or not, you know, and of course, sometimes you need to make, uh, you know, money in between and, you know, I was t- teaching English sometimes, um, but I, I just knew that I, I wanted to, you know, go full on out and just follow and do what I love. And that's, you know, working with people. And it wasn't easy, but, you know, I had huge issues with legitimacy, you know, like how, how good I feel about myself. You know, it was just family difficulties because my father wasn't standing behind me. So it, it was, it was a huge process for me to be like, you know, knowing that this is and feeling, you know, with myself, you know, to enough of a degree that I really, that this is really my gift to people. So it was a, a big process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting. You, you know, you mentioned some of the, I guess the adversity of, of, you know, overcoming yourself and maybe some others as well, kind of that confidence. Do you, would you say mm-hmm. that like, you know, given, I guess, you know, what you wanted to do, which is helping other people be, I guess, more mindful in a sense, did you, did you find that, uh, you know, that almost helped you as you kind of face those different adversities to like, you know, kind of, you know, obviously realize that they're still there, but not make them as big of a deal. Like, did, does that, does that whole mindfulness, I guess, does that, did that help in that case? Uh, well, um, Difficult question um, to answer. Um, what really helps with the adversities? I mean, yeah, in general, I mean, that's you know, mindfulness and 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 having and having inner resources is just it's just important, you know. Just noticing now that I feel some you know excitement and nervousness in my belly when you know when I start to mention my dad or those those issues of legitimacy and 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 those things. I mean, I don't think it ever goes fully fully away, but. I think the mindfulness definitely like now helps me to just be able to be like, okay, you know, I need to take a breath and I need to take a pause, you know, and if that's with being with myself, you know, like now I'm, you know, driving through Croatia and, you know, um, you know, that I, you know, I stop every half an hour and take a couple of breaths and do some movements. Um, for sure, those things help me to, to, to feel more centered and more balanced in general. And, but I don't think the challenges really in life go away. It's just that, I think, yeah, building resources is a healthy thing. I mean, for oneself, for sure. But then also, like, you know, there's more to that with, you know, helpful networks of people and support systems. But I definitely see that mindfulness is is huge for one's own autonomy. And, um, yeah, again, being able to cultivate one's own uh, good qualities and, 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 and resources to be able to in, enjoy and live the life that, you know, that we, I guess, inside feel that we want to live. Yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. And you know, like you said, you know, there uh, those challenges are never going to go away. But being more mindful about it, you can kind of slow it down and still maybe take a step back and realize, you know, what is important to you, which I'm mm-hmm. sure was super helpful. Um, mm-hmm. So, so to your point, so uh, you you kind of you know chased your dreams there and and you know kind of did everything there. And you're you mentioned you know you're in Cro- Croatia now what um i guess did when did i guess so did so once you kind of i guess gain that uh legitimacy that you were looking for and kind of that confidence to go out there 
did you primarily stay in Asia or have you now kind of gone back, you know, uh, closer to home in a sense, or, you know, away from there to kind of practice, or I guess, Mm -hmm. what did that journey look like after, you know, you kind of found yourself in a way? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I almost feel like thrown around by life. Like sometimes, (laughs) you know, like this, this last, this last one and a half years has been nothing short of extra crazy, you know, in terms of how, (laughs) restricted suddenly it is i couldn't go back to to bali and i was living the last um uh four years five years solid in bali again i spent almost nine years there or more yeah nine ten years almost and um and then you know it just came for christmas the uh second last christmas i was like i want to see you know my mom was always like no you gotta come back for christmas you know such a big thing for her and i was like okay let's go there and um so i see austria again you know in the winter and I grew up in the mountains and I spent, you know, like almost 12 years in, 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 in Asia and more in, you know, in the tropics, you know, Burma, Thailand, India, and for the most in Indonesia. Um, so I was in, in Austria and every time I came back to Austria, I had this experience of like, wow, I, I can appreciate it more here. You know, my eyes were more open for the beauty there. And it was actually so much, it was overwhelmingly so much that I was like, wow, I didn't know how much I missed the winter there. I didn't know how much I actually, you know, missed being in the winter and, it was almost crazy then to realize that I thought, you know, when I was thinking, what are my passions? You know, one of the first, if, if, if not the first, you know, of the first three that I'm going to mention is going to be snowboarding. And, and, and I was like, you know, why am I in the tropics? If, if this is one of my big passions. And then I was like, you know, riding lines in, in Austria again, the, the, the second last winter and just had wild, you know, intuitive experiences of like meeting, meeting people and going into, you know, like really feeling that I was living on that edge of, you know, every moment was so, was so full and I was so leaning into life and so trusting and so leaning forward. It was like, you know, just one thing unfolded the next. I met like uh, different people that invited me to host workshops. You know, every day was, was, was full of me, uh, you know, teaching workshops in this studio and there. And, you know, then, you know, the last thing was then by accident that, you know, it was like, friend invited me to help his snowboard team they're like uh you know that they, they, they practice freestyle snowboarding it was like help me coach these kids for the day would love to have you there so i was there and afterwards i was like yeah I'm, i want to go into the, the the public pool you know i was just like i want to go and he's he he's he said i'm not going to pick you up you know it's half an hour away i'm not going to come back to pick you up and i'm like everything is going to be good you know I, I know that i find my way so 10 o'clock at night i come out from the public pool i walk down and talk to some people if they go in this direction said no so i was like okay and then the first car that stopped, I walked the zebra path and, you know, I stopped, I, I, I waved to the first car. I was like, hey, can I ask you something? Because he had to stop anyways, you know, he had to roll down the window. <laughs> um, um, but it was, you know, a total friendly situation. He rolled it down. I was like, hey, you happen, you know, to go this way? And he's like, yeah, he's only going half. I'm like, that would be good enough for me. He's like, yeah, sure, jump in. And so I tell him a little bit of the story that I was just there coaching these kids. And, you know, he hears more, he asks more. And he was like, you know what? I'm the head here of the tourism um, organization and i have some skiing teams as well why don't you come in a couple of weeks and you teach my kids you know wow you know that was like at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) like that was on the 21st of december you know that's the solstice i don't want to you know make it sound too like oh it's all aligned (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) um, though and and i was sitting there and was like okay i'm gonna cancel my 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 bali um um you know i had a contract there i was teaching uh uh, kids as well as a host i hosted a qigong retreats and uh, adventure journeys in bali for the last couple of years but uh, but the main work was to be with kids i you know that was always one of my uh, deeper senses that i had that i felt like going to work with kids like it, it 
I, you know, I, I had shaking knees to do that work, but eventually it went really, really great. And, you know, I ended up, you know, um, working with kids full time and, you know, teaching gymnastics and trampolining and parkour, you know, things that I've done in my, uh, you know, growing up. And, and, and so I was teaching full time that there for some elite sports club. And it was a really good time, but I felt like, you know, something, you know, leaning into life in Austria was like, everything is everything is popping up and when i'm gonna lean into this potential and and so since then since then i'm here i couldn't move and now i'm making the most of my summer and and, and driving down here to a festival in 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 croatia <laughs> that's awesome so and it's funny kind of how how that sort of unfolded itself you know catching a ride halfway to where you needed to go and then kind of this other opportunity blossoms from that um but so you so you mentioned you know helping coach you know uh snowboarders and skiers and, and gymnasts and all that stuff are when, when you were doing that or, or when you are doing that how are you are i guess are you um implementing the things that you kind of learned like as far as you know obviously because with with any of those action sports you know there's the the skill to be able to do mm-hmm. to do be able to do that hit the jump or do the spin or whatever it is but there's also mm-hmm. the mental aspect of it. Like, okay, I'm going, you know, 40 feet over this jump. Did, was there like, mm-hmm. did you find different ways to kind of uh, incorporate kind of your learnings and, and past and whatnot, like, whatnot mm-hmm. to kind of help, uh, you know, mm-hmm. these kids kind of get over that maybe, I don't know, fear almost of, of doing something mm-hmm. that big. Yeah, um, definitely. So, you know, just, you know, growing up and, and not having much support for, for my sports and that was something that, that that threw me off you know because you know I had, I had a pretty rough teenage years uh you know my brother committed suicide and it was just it was you know it was, it was really hard to find my footing really with with what I wanted to do at, at such you know as a as a result of you know my parents not being able to show up and friends also not really getting how difficult that is and I was I mean I've been acting out before that honestly as well in school so it's not just that for sure but I've you know it was just really hard for me to 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 get to my potential in my teenage years it felt like sports wise but also otherwise and and so i always you know when i ended up with with some different teachings that said why don't you give what you actually needed and 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 wanted and and longed for the most in your life and you know there was a scene when i was living in berlin a couple of years ago in between asia there was a i walked by and there was a tv on and there was ice skating and the coach ran next to the ice skater and he and uh you know and he ran and 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 the energy he he, he put into it the way that he showed up I stood there and I, I started crying I was like you know this is this is this is so deep and so beautiful and I want to I want to I want to show up for kids this way and I want to be I want to be the fullest for them and so I had for sure also high aspirations in terms of you know what what maybe spiritually I might be able to offer them in terms of states that didn't that didn't turn out so well but I think as a teacher just I think you teach way more the way that you are I mean that's the saying you know you, you teach way more uh, by the way you're being than, than, than what you're saying and, 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 you know, what you're trying to get them to accomplish. And so I think I, I, I've learned to, I've learned to trust that, that by, you know, by me being there and showing up and having this, 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 these resources of compassion, you know, especially in sports, you know, it shows up, you know, kids, they, some of them that, you know, that also don't have that support from home, you know, they break down sometimes when they can't do something. And so for me to be able then to, to hold them compassion and understand those states that are going on for sure has been a, uh, I guess a, a big tool to to help them navigate and 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 find again their their inner trust and and um, growth mindset and all of these things that come into place with 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 those sports learnings. 
Yeah. And, it, and it's cool that you, that you've been able to kind of, uh, you know, how you've been able to be the person that you needed per se mm-hmm. when, when you were younger and you kind of bring that around full circle, even with, you know, everything else that, um, that you've learned and the experiences that you've had as well. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so to some of those points, are there any, like, you know, whether that be, you know, I know we kind of talked in a broad sense about some of this stuff, but are there any specific, you know, stories of either from, from your travel experiences or maybe coaching experience of something that really, uh, that really kind of took you, took you back, um, in a sense that kind of really, you know, really inspired you and made you almost, you know, feel proud and excited for, for what, you know, you've been doing and teaching. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I guess sometimes it's, yeah, um, I think, oh yeah, that's a big one. No, thank you. <laughs> I had a couple, but this one that's coming up now, I love the most. <laughs> um, so I think it was when I was last summer, when I was back in Austria. So, you know, we grew up uh you know as any kid in austria pretty much if you're out there and you go to the public pools in the summer you know where's the diving board and all of these things and you know there's a lot of mocking around with your friends and generally it's it's not a it's not a very supportive atmosphere you know the ways we grew up um it was more like you know trying to take the rug uh out under each other and you know back knife stabbing and talking bad when somebody's not there and all of that all of that that shit that unfortunately you know has long-term impacts and i and I was able to, I think, you know, really, really, you know, it, you know, at least this situation, you know, I made a really, I think, a great difference. I feel because I was there for the first time again in this in this public pool. pool. So there's a one meter and a three meter, uh, so 10, 12 feet, whatever diving board, and kids jumping around and they're like, you know, they're giving each other, you know, calling each other names and all of that, you know, ugly games that I remember from back then. And I was like, okay, so I started to do some handstands on the side, you know, and I've got, you know. <laughs> pretty fancy handstand game and then you know I, I love to warm up with that um and it definitely also drew their attention you know and they were like okay what's this guy you know like and then you know like i did a trick that they never saw from the from the from the from the 10 10 foot board and and they were like okay so they saw that and then you know like some one of them jumped and i was like wow that was that was a good powerful jump i like the takeoff man and 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 just like you know started to compliment things that i saw in them that was you know that was good and that was strong and the atmosphere immediately changed. Like suddenly they were like telling each other the same things. They were like, uh, yeah, you know, good. And, you know, often in the States, that's in a, in a lot of places, it, that's very natural you know, to have that, you know, joy for someone else's, you know, success, which is in Buddhism, of course, like one of the healthier boats of mind that, you know, ideally when someone is doing better than you, you're able to feel happiness because otherwise you're suffering, you know, and 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 create suffering. And and so um, I, was, I was just really happy to see you know, the impact that I had and then they were suddenly, you know, supporting each other and, and, and not hurting each other anymore. And, and, you know, I walked away at some point and I took, I showed them some crazy stuff as well. Cause in, in the slides, you can do stuff that you shouldn't do, but anyway, we had <laughs> so much fun. And then I was like this joy that I'm feeling right now. I don't think if I wouldn't have had that difficulty uh, in my, in my teenage and, and early years, I wouldn't have this incredible piece or this, this particular flavor of amazing joy and overcoming something. And like you say, like coming full circle and being able to offer something that's, you know, even bigger than, than, than I would have ever believed. And so I think, you know, and, and still, I, 
you know, today I go, you know, I go there almost every day and, you know, kids nowadays, they gather by the twenties, you know, and they come to me running and, and last every time they bring like new kids and they go like, this is the guy, he can teach you anything. If you want to learn front flip, back flip, anything. And, and I'm so touched because, you know, I didn't have that as a kid to have someone to look up to that, 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 uh, and I'm just touched to hear that, that they see that capacity and that they have such a joy for learning. And yeah, I love that. No, I think that's an awesome story and, and an awesome kind of example of that, you know, almost like you said, the ripple effect that that created from you being a nice person to that one kid or whatnot. And then all their buddies are kind of uh, mimicking that same, you know, positive energy. And then, mm. and then especially if they're coming back, you know, you keep seeing them and kind of bringing that same energy, you know, you'd only assume that, um, you know, that that's trickling down into life, you know, other than just, mm-hmm. you just being there, you know, whatever they're doing on a day-to-day basis. So that's, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so, so yeah. So as you kind of mentioned right now, you're just kind of hanging out, um, in, in Croatia, you know, what's, yeah, too uh, crazy. Too what... crazy here. I, was just I mean, saying, I'm smiling because I told you earlier a little bit, you know, before we jumped on that, you know, just today I had this, 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 I was in Slovenia actually before, and I never knew that it's such a beautiful place, Slovenia. It's, you know, it's neighboring country to Austria. And I walk in and I'm like, I didn't know shit about this place. <laughs> excuse me for swearing if this is not on your podcast. But, um, um, but yeah, yesterday I walked around and did some jumps and there were these German people who also did some, some jumps and I helped them a little bit because uh, they asked me like where is it deep enough and so on and Socha River is the most beautiful river I've ever seen in my life I mean the United States is still my uh, sometimes jokingly I say my favorite third world country to ever visited <laughs> <laughs> for some uh, aspects of like health system blah 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 but anyway yeah, I love no, I understand. There, but, but, <laughs> but the Socha River is so beautiful and then uh, the guy he I met them suddenly accidentally again one and a half hours later upstream somewhere they were apparently filming something and they ran into me and they were like oh we lost our drone and it's in the river somewhere and we can't get to it and <laughs> it's way too sketchy we're gonna die if we do it and i was like let me see it you know <laughs> let, me, let me see it and so i was like looking at it and i put all my skills together everything i learned you know everything i learned from climbing to uh, shallow water entries like jumping high into like shallow waters and then being in the cold water holding my breath on the water from the free diving um climbing back up uh you know tying my climbing rope that they you know we, we went to grab the time climbing rope in my car and yeah every, everything just came just just came together and, and and they were super stoked about you know having their having their um, drone bag and they were like we want to give you hundreds of euros you know this cost us 1500 bucks this thing and i was like i mean they were wanting to learn anyways i was like sold them a session instead and was like you know what i'm gonna take you cliff diving today and you know and, and and coach them through some cliff jump and how they you know they did their highest jumps uh, down from some bridges and really shallow canyons and they were super happy and then he like messes up the drone again like a different one he had an fpv drone and you know he tried <laughs> to get the shot of me uh and he like sinks it down and this time it was so deep and dark water and it was mysterious how i got how I like saved the, the, you know, like I was like resting and meditating on the side because that's how you do the, you know, the preparation for a free life. You do the breathe up, you meditate, so you, you know, calm your heart rate down and 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 just sit and 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 you know, like basically mindfulness practice. That's what free diving is. It's like meditation action in a way. Um, and then I went three times down and I didn't see a thing. It was so dark, <laughs> um, but I heard the drone. It was like beep beep, 
and so I was like going with my ear, like trying to find it and like going through the, on the, on the ground, like deep down five, five meters down, 15 feet down. It was like cold and dark and scary. And I was like, <laughs> but I hear this thing. And, and at some, you know, like second dive, I come up, I'm like, I can hear it. And I think it gets louder. And I think I just passed it. It might be a little bit more there. And did another breeze up and like, it's a huge river there and deep, you know, and dark. And, 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 and suddenly like with my hand, I touched this freaking thing and like, <laughs> and all the people celebrating were like, this was, this was not some, I'm, I'm super happy about this last two days saving, saving some drones and, um, yeah, moving again from, from place to place and trusting again that when I'm going and having this gut feeling like I had before and I didn't stop that's why we got late on the call because I, you know, there was a sunset spot before 15 minutes earlier and I should have stopped this. I'm not always fully in tune i mean that's an overstatement but for sure it's like it's it's interesting to in life to to trust and go ahead and and, and to you know learn to trust basically the intuition and some some senses and it's always interesting to you know see see what comes up on journeys and they want to have me in sardinia now and film more stuff with me and they have more connections and yeah it's yeah it was, it was great <laughs> that's awesome and hey you know you always have a i guess a second career path as well finding uh finding drones that are lost as well I was, so. <laughs> I was joking i found my destination, <laughs> my, my destination today, so. <laughs> oh, that's awesome so so kind of to to that point what, what you sort of mentioned you know obviously you've kind of figured out a way to you know kind of be you know i guess in a way kind of free-spirited about things and and mindful and and kind of like you said taking that intuition um and trusting that really what what kind of advice would you give someone who is trying to find, you know, kind of that same fulfillment, you know, but they, you mm -hmm. know, either maybe they don't know how to find it, or maybe, mm -hmm. maybe they don't have the confidence either. I would assume that might mm -hmm. early on play a part in it, sort of, as you mentioned earlier. So what, what advice could you offer them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I would trust the desire inside. So if there's a, if there's a desire and a feeling for you know, for any uh, capacity or for a new skill or for some of these inner developments, if the desire is there, Goethe said that, I'm not sure if I, you know, able to paraphrase him here 100%, but he said that the desire is, is already, you know, is inherently connected to the fulfillment of it. It, it wouldn't otherwise be there. So, you know, if, if there's a desire for something, I would, I would trust that, that, there is, that there is a path for that because that is, you know, part of the whole, uh, pass or you know you know having this 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 again trust for if there is something inside that that you know that that longs to come out or wants to be fulfilled or you know that there's a sense for for some potential to really to really trust that 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 is already knocking on the door when the desire comes up and that the desire itself is you know that potential so um you know leaning in uh daring because you know we only you know here once as you know, almost cliche, but it's really, it's really dead. You know, it's, it's to, 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 to trust that we, we, we put here for, for, you know, for the realization of our potential and to share that with each other and to, and to fully, to, yeah, to trust it and trust the, the goodness. That's, that's been something I think if somebody, you know, resonates with, with listening to me, I think for sure that, that legitimacy and, you know, learning to trust oneself is, you know, learning my piece of advice here again is learning to trust the goodness and, 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 and know that, you know, we are beings of, of love and, you know, our journey here is, you know, fulfilling that and, 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 and realizing and living and, and, and sharing that and celebrating that. So I wish really everyone 
everyone everyone that yeah no i think i think that's great great uh advice and and sort of also what you said too you know lean into it or, or run run to it rather than run away from it if you have that that internal feeling and you know kind of see see what happens you know so where where can people find um find you online and you know check out your different adventures that you're on and, and kind of you know learn more as well um if if they're interested uh yeah i've got a funky uh instagram where i post like most of the you know just daring sort of adventure type things that i do with the you know flips and cliff jumping and snowboarding and whatnot so that's on uh at reg on the edge with a dot in between so reg dot on dot you know the edge um and then the website is more the you know the synonym that came up in living in asia so that's www tanu uh minus energywork.com there's a lot of uh uh you know some resources with videos for people to do if they're interested in energy work and some you know interesting mobility stuff and you know people can you know feel free and happy to reach out i'm always happy to to be in touch with anyone that that, that cares to you know develop awesome well everyone definitely make sure you uh you check out the site and instagram and that stuff for uh awesome cliff cliff jumping uh, videos which is, have been on there lately and then also um as you mentioned the website um as you all can can tell uh from from our conversation um he's definitely uh, d- done a good job kind of bringing all that in and that mindfulness and kind of living a life that, you know, is, is, is his and what he wants to do and making, making the most out of it. So, um, super, super awesome to hear that story. And I appreciate you, uh, you sharing it with us and I wish you, uh, the best of luck. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on all the best to you. Thanks for listening. And Hey, if you made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life emotion until next time.